Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. This is the glorious one, Bobby Roode. And you're watching Going In Raw. What's up? It's your girl, Sasha Banks, Legit Boss. And you are watching Going In Raw. You like that? Hey, friendo, Steve here. Yeah, Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Lars. Available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and the notify bell right next to it. To make sure you always get your new Going In Raw notifications, we're also available on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. We have a variety of award tiers. Uh, yesterday, uh, what, what are you peeping at over oh, there? Look, I got the name of the new Patriots right here, ready to go. <laughs> wow. On top of it, goo. Yeah, I guess so. See how uh, that lasts. Yesterday on, uh, on our bonus episode for patrons, uh, we looked at Oscar nominations. Yeah, we did our expert analysis. A couple then, of guys who see maybe three of the movies nominated for stuff. And then uh, we also uh, did a dramatic retelling of uh, Gabe Sapolsky's uh, lengthy Twitter tirade against indie star wrestler David Starr. Uh, and we talked about that a little bit. Twitter drama is just too much. Anyways, yeah. uh, at the $1 mark on Patreon, you get, if nothing else, you get a shout-out, and you get the show uh, in audio form ad-free. You get a, you get one weekly bonus episode, Yeah, too. that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you get It's a pretty good deal, actually. Yeah. Uh, but if you want to, what new patrons do we have? Uh, Steven Bronner. Oh, wow. And then John Smith. Oh, the John Smith. Oh. Jason Dwyer is also a new uh, channel member. Welcome. Welcome all. Thank and you very much. if you're a YouTube channel member... You get access to all that bonus content. Yes, it's lovely. It's the best. It's the best. Thank you, everybody. Everybody, every, everybody who uh, subscribes a patron joins up YouTube channel member. Thank you very much. We could not do this without you. Uh, definitely true. Tyler Watkins here in the live chat says, "Are you guys going to review Takeover Blackpool 2? We did yesterday. Yeah, we did. We had it was it was a very brief rundown of it. Uh, I mean, really, those 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 takeovers are just like. They're just it, it, we would just be sitting here reading off moves if it was like a, a review because we just kind of did an overview, yeah, not a review, yeah, an overview. I don't think a whole review was really necessary. It was I was a really both, good show. We both really liked the show. Yeah, it was a blast. I like watching it, it here with you. Um, oh, thanks, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't being sarcastic. Oh, sh- no, I'm not being sarcastic either. Really? That's no. that's genuine right there. Yeah. Oh shucks, it's genuine. Oh shucks. 
good. I don't know what we're going to talk about an overrun today, but I guarantee it'll be great. Can I be? Can I say it tongue in cheek, but not be sarcastic? Yeah, about it? yeah. That's what it because is. Because it's like I know what it is. It's like you want to protect yourself. You want to protect your image. I don't want to be soft. I don't feel like I actually <laughs> like you. So you have to do it overboard. Yeah. But you're sincere. I get it. Yeah. I know where you're coming from. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, uh, let's do some of these super chats real quick because they're talking about raw. I thought raw was fantastic. Raw was fun. Night. Poke said, new faction name, the Messiah and the Disciples of Pain. It's too long. <laughs> he said, nope, too long. Uh, someone else in chat said, second coming. Apparently, that's the name of Seth's theme, too. Oh, I like that. That's really good. That's the second coming. That's great. No, that name's not bad. It's just too long. It's like, it's, what's like the initials? T-M-A-T, or, or it'd just be M-D. T-M-D-O-P, that's kind of too much. Yeah, that's too much. It's just a lot going on. How about just, no, I like that, Second Coming. Second Coming's pretty good. S-C. Get a good logo on it. Be Second Coming Unearthed, and then their logo could be S-C-U. There you go. <laughs> uh, Mike Lucas says. Or second Coming Undisputed. <laughs> there, there you go. Just saw uh, Chris Van Vliet's David Benoit interview, Must Watch. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind checking that out. Uh, seems like an interesting fella. Uh, Tom then, talks yeah. rubbish. Going to secret cinema screening. Love all you do. Woo, cool man. Secret, huh? Thank you. Secret. It's a secret. It's a secret. Uh, best kept secret. Man is now part of the second coming. If yeah, you want to call it that for now. Uh, that that ended raw. I thought I thought it was a really really terrific way to end raw. Yeah. Um, thought it was terrific. What'd you think? No, it's fun. It's a fun show, and I I appreciated how they handled the Buddy Murphy situation, where uh, following another loss to Alistair, he is a broken man. Uh, he thinks he knows things. He loses Alistair. He realizes he doesn't know anything. Mm -hmm. He's looking for answers. Uh, he is really the first one of Seth's disciples. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, Seth joined Authors of Pain seemingly as equals. Um, it was it was a, a relationship, if you take Seth's word for it, forced upon him by the fans. Yeah. So they weren't looking, AOP weren't looking for guidance in terms of how to uh, uh, correct the direction of their careers. Buddy, that seems to be the situation. He is very much uh, looking to Seth for guidance, for knowledge, for inspiration, um, so he can beat Aleister Black. My favorite part of the whole thing. And that was thing, pretty good. My favorite part of the whole thing was Seth saying to Buddy, help us, mm -hmm. because this dude is helpless. He cannot figure out Aleister Black. He's sitting there, like you said, broken. He just sits there during the entire Eric Rowan thing, which I thought, oh, is he going to get involved in this? Is he going to just like destroy Eric Rowan real quick? Um, and no, he just he sits there broken. Charlie tries to interview him. He says, no, go away. I, I can't right now. And then the, the top guy on Raw, the Messiah himself, goes down, very cultish, says, help us. And he has purpose. He has meaning. That was great. And the that fact really that they good. caught it, but it wasn't like, Mike, Mike, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, th I thought it was so good. Master of Souls here in chat says, join the Dark Order. This would be like the Dark Order done right. Yeah. You don't need any of the kind of weird, kind of more overt cult That's type of stuff. It's so goofy. With mass and, yeah. and, and, and like recruitments and orientations and that kind of stuff. Uh, it, it, it's so, it's, it's, and I can't believe I'm saying this for raw. It, like in terms of subtle wrestling storytelling, that was really well done. I was shocked. I was like, oh, wow, I did not see that coming. And there wasn't like a whole thing where Seth grabbed the mic and was like, are you with us against us? He just opened his arms. Right. And it was, yeah. And, and yeah, Buddy just yeah. smirked and hugged him. Yeah. And that's all it took. Yeah. He, yeah, welcomed in his arms. And uh, I thought the, few, uh, number one, that fist fight, I kind of wish they hadn't 
marketed it as a fist fight because that undersold what happened last yeah, night. When Kevin Owens, I don't know, man, I don't know if that if Kevin Owens saw when they first debuted that Raw stage, I mean, God, it wouldn't be Kevin Owens like, I'm gonna run up that one. I'm day. gonna jump off that half pipe. Thing. I'm gonna run up that thing one day because that was great. It was just all out chaos. I mean, I don't, I don't know what else you, they could have called it because it was it wasn't really. Any, you it was couldn't just, call it a street fight because street fight rules someone must be pinned. Yeah, wasn't even a match. The, the 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 ref just called it off. He was just like, okay, no, it's good. Mm-hmm. There's clearly a winner here. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, a fist fight is as apropos as anything. It essentially, it's kind of a last man standing match without the ten count. But like with a ton of people involved, yeah, you know. Yeah. So I don't know, whatever. If fist fights, it just it sounded goofy going in, yeah. And it's just you're still you think brawl for all is what you think and you hear, yeah, fist fight. yeah. You're still sort of you know. I, I I'll say this though for raw at this point, this is the first time in a long time that I can actually say I am looking forward to next week. Mm-hmm. Um, it has been on a good roll lately, but you still have that. Okay, but has that been a fluke? It can go at any point. It can still go down. I think that's yeah, still exactly. the case. Oh, totally. I just think that for my mind, for as a fan, at this point, especially because of last night's episode, I'm like, okay, you've, you you got the benefit of the doubt for next week at least. Yeah, you know, exactly. I think I think I'm I'm, I'm on board. The key is to see if they can start stringing together several episodes of this quality. And yeah, then maybe, absolutely. And maybe they can get some momentum going. People start talking about and it. And keep the keep the long term keep. I mean, dude, and when I say long-term vision or storyline, I think there's a couple ways you can interpret that. You can interpret it as, okay, well, you've got a three-year plan, you know, or like in the case of Naito uh, over in New Japan. That's that's a seven-year yeah, story they were doing. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And especially over the past three or four years when he really got hot. Uh, you know, that's all well and good. That's great. But, like, even for WWE, for me, I'll be happy if you just give me like a month to month thing, you know? And it's like, this is the kind of thing where I'm not sure if when they got into the Buddy Murphy, Aleister Black thing, they knew what was going to happen. They knew this was going to, the, the way it was going to take. But obviously at match two or definitely three, yeah, they understood, okay, he's going to be broken and that's going to be the impetus for joining Seth's group mm-hmm. in a whole different storyline. Mm-hmm. That's what I want, man. Yeah, I know. I want this stuff to interweave. I want the entire episode to feel like it's one thing. Exactly. You know, like all these people are interwoven yeah, in some way, wrestling, shape, Exactly, form. wrestling at its best is when it feels like an organic uh, uh, entity. Yeah, totally. Just kind of, you know. And then next week looks good. We've got Ray versus Andrade in that match. ladder match. Yeah, we'll That's get more of the buddy Seth stuff. Hopefully they don't belabor the point. They don't need a, you know, like 20 minute of exposition explaining why, who did what. You Just watching how the story's played out, you completely understand. You don't oh, need the a, Buddy Murphy stuff? Yeah, you don't, oh, I agree. You, I don't you don't, want, yeah. We don't need an extended exposition bit. Explaining stuff. It makes perfect sense. I would like them to have a name as a group, though. I would like that. Now that they have the fourth fourth member, they kind of have to. It's a real faction now. you got the yeah. lead guy, the mid-card guy, and the tank. You know, like I said a couple weeks ago, that, that it's got to get to the point where Seth's going to have to draw a line in the sand. And while he didn't exactly do that in this case, he found someone who the, this individual thought they needed Seth's guidance. Mm-hmm. Seth was there for him. Yeah. And apparently Buddy has joined up with him. Yeah. Now the thing is, is Buddy going to join up with – is going to is he going to sit under Seth's learning tree – just so long as it takes to find a way to beat Alistair or gaining their assistance to beat Alistair or a mixture thereof. Is he going to stick on around after that? Is Alistair his, do you think, because here's, here's what I think it should be. I think it should be, Hey, I've got a fresh clean slate with these guys. They're going to take me to the top. Alistair be damned. 
um, you can circle. The great thing about this, and this is what I hope they do, is that doesn't become his, that could be his like super motivation in the macro. Mm -hmm. But right now it should be getting back to understanding that I'm, I am. He's got to rebuild himself. He's got to rebuild himself. He's got to fulfill his own potential. And maybe if he is the mid card guy, I know that Brock is like the, the head champion and the US title is kind of the de facto top title. But it's still, I mean, it is still the mid-card title. Mm -hmm. If Ray comes back around with that business with Seth and Buddy ends up being the guy to take the U.S. title off him, Seth aims for the top title, and then you get back around to Alistair. At the same time, though, it would be pretty cool if you have, on one side, Kevin Owens, Samoa Joe, and Alistair Black, mm -hmm. and Big Show yeah. taking on AOP, yeah. Seth, and Buddy. Yeah, that'd be cool. That's pretty cool, too. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 if, if, if even if they just play this short term, it's a way to get Buddy and Alistair up into the A story of the show. And that's mm -hmm. cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to see Alistair there, too. Uh, <laughs> that main event did crack me because Owens and Samoa Joe pretty much took themselves out of it very quickly. And then the big show is just the big show versus four guys. I know. That was <laughs> pretty funny. I know. Uh, anyways, let's kick this thing off. Randy Orton versus AJ Styles was supposed to happen. Randy comes down, he calls out AJ. And uh, he, they basically jaw about uh, uh, winning the Rumble. Mm -hmm. uh, AJ comes to the ring. He's like, all right. Says, you know, my RKO mm -hmm. is best RKO. People might say it's phenomenal. <laughs> Maybe that's all I need to win Rumble. Mm -hmm. Out walks Drew McIntyre. Says, AJ and Randy are in there having an RKO measuring contest. That was good. But my Claymore is bigger. Yeah. Um, also says he's going to win the Rumble. Says, hey, how about we're all here. You know, he 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 asks the crowd, "Do you want to see us just here argue? You want to see us fight?" He's bringing back the uh, hey yo, you know, survey the, the survey, yeah, yeah, survey, survey says another one, one for Drew McIntyre. for Drew McIntyre. So early on, AJ sent ringside. Also, oh, the triple threat match, match. Everybody agreed apparently. Uh, AJ sent ringside. The OC run out to try to help him. However, uh, Carl Anderson Carl Anderson ends up eating RKO. Luke Gallows eats a, a, a Claymore. We go to commercial. We come back. Uh, Drew's in the tree of woe. Randy's trying to superplex AJ. And Drew does a thing where he does a sit-up. German suplexes Randy, which causes him to superplex uh, uh, AJ. It yeah, pretty that, cool. that, I love when they do that. They've done it's that great. before, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. I love that stuff. Toby Michaels here in chat brings up a good point. Uh, Randy seems so over Drew McIntyre. Oh, he threw the mic. That we, It was the RKO measuring contest yeah. line that he threw the mic. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty funny. That was good stuff. Uh, Randy seems to be having a good time right now. Uh, Drew goes for Claymore and Orton. Uh, Randy responds with drop kick, uh, and then Drew pulls him out of the ring, tosses him the barricade. Uh, AJ hits a form on Drew. And then uh, Randy dumps Drew on the barricade. AJ drives him to the ring post. Randy clobbers him with ring steps. It seems like Drew is out of the match, mm -hmm. out of it. Randy's back in the ring, or trying to get back in the ring. AJ hits him with the draping DDT, goes for RKO. Orton evades that. AJ hits him with the Pele kick. Randy does turn the tables. Hits the Styles Clash and looked pretty good. It did look pretty good, yeah. How long we got? Only got a two count. I know. AJ buried his own finish. Kind of. Uh, so uh, Randy's uh, priming for an RKO. Uh, Styles rolls him up. That gets him a two count. As soon as they both stand up, Randy hits the RKO. Drew's in. He claymores Randy. Covers AJ to get the win. Mm -hmm. Yep. Huge was, push in line for Drew McIntyre, man. Stuff, man. That it's was great. good stuff. It's great. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, 
Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. So after that, uh, we see the AOP backstage and Seth walks in. He starts uh, chatting up uh, them about the tonight's fist fight. And what an opportunity it is. Yeah. Opportunity to demonstrate uh, their power that if you're not with them, mm-hmm. you are, in Seth's words, Against them. Can you say something like we're gonna we're gonna make our first our first case tonight or something like that? I don't know. It was a bit of foreshadowing there for the Buddy Murphy stuff. Um, and then he sort of cocked his head back and <laughs> just soaked in the moment as yeah, they did. as they uh, dissolved. Yeah. To uh, Ricochet versus Mojo Raleigh. Yeah. Sort of knew how this was gonna go, but yeah. there was a little bit of unpredictability a little bit later on with Mojo. Yes. Um. So, uh, yeah, Ricochet won this match. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mojo goes for Alabama Slam. Ricochet gets out of it. Uh, hits a recoil in the six thirty for the win. I still get Mojo. Just looks like a creator wrestler. Like he yeah. looks like basic creator wrestler. He should get the. No, he should do is ditch the the vest thing. Yeah, and just go in trunks, but get the cracked mirror thing tattooed on his chest. Oh wow, that's no. Nah, he just go just go back to the honestly go back to the hype, bro. Zubaz, go back to the Zubaz. Yeah, no. Like, I know the party angle isn't, like, a really successful one. Like, you see that with No Way Jose. Adam Rose wasn't, like, as big as I think he should But what if he's the guy? So so they're, like, the happy party guys. Yeah. What if he's the angry party guy? <laughs> okay. Because, you know, you, you go to parties and, and, and you know, uh, especially back it's in college. It's been a while since I've been to a party. Like our college days. <laughs> yeah, okay. You go to the parties. There's always that one guy there that was just looking to cause a little bit of hey, trouble. Hey, why did why did Jeff why did somebody always try to step to Jeff every goddamn party? Because he, he was always the largest guy he at the was party, the biggest student. Somebody would always try to step. There's to all him. there's at least always one guy who always tries to start the problems at the party. Gee whiz! So that can be Mojo. Yeah, you get the party guy thing. Also, he's I hate mad. that guy. I hate that guy. Yeah, you want a real heel? That's a good point. Imagine how much heat that guy that would have. That dude at the party. The guy that has it in his mind that he wants to be the one that ruins the party. Yeah. Because he's going to start some crap. Why do they always do that? I don't know, man. It's always that one guy. It's always one dude. Just like when I go to the movies, it's always that one guy who's got to like talk too loud or whatever. Man, irritating. Anyway, telling you, man, it's a good. That's a good gimmick for me. That is, it's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, next, Street Profits promo. Uh, apparently, they're walking party foul. Yeah, they're just back to talking backstage rather than wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, again, just more hyping up stuff on Raw. I was hoping they'd be past this by now. You know, they're full time members of the Raw roster. I was hoping once that happened, they would be more wrestlers and, and less. Yeah, they're even trying to get like kind of meta with like the pop culture stuff. Mm-hmm. He was like, I was looking at the Oscar nominations and Montez something says something like, "Oh, there's another pop culture reference." Yeah, this stuff is crap. It's bad. It's really bad. Like friggin' wrestle. Who did what's their faces? Who did the the Viking Raiders take on this week? Uh, it was an open challenge. Yeah, I was. could scroll. Oh, down. it was the Singh brothers. 
Have them in a lengthy program with the Street Profits, I know. man. They have some good matches in NXT. Yeah. They have some really good matches in NXT. Hey, man, got to give it to those Singh brothers. They take a licking, though, huh? Like man. After Fandango destroyed what's-his-face on the apron. They get lawn-darted into each other. <laughs> they get lawn-darted. That was dude. crazy. That sucked for them. There's a high probability they could have knocked heads and both things. No, I know. I know. It might even happen. I don't know. <laughs> okay, so what do you make of this? Next up, we had Charlotte versus uh, Charlotte Flair versus Sarah Logan, right? Yeah. Um, I like Sarah's thing now where she's like stalker hunter person. Yeah. She comes out and she like jumps off the stage and she's like, you can't see me. She's like Skinner. Remember Skinner from uh, WWF in the early 90s? He was like an alligator wrestler. Okay, yeah, sure. That was his Yeah, gimmick. I could see that. As, yeah, That's kind of what it is yeah. now. Yeah. But, man, is it just me or did her and Charlotte... I'm, I'm, I, don't, I don't presume to think they were shooting on each other. That's, oh, it, that's it, silly. It looked like it got a little chippy. It looked chippy as hell. Like, it looked like they were, I don't know, trying to recreate... Did you see that gif after the Tessa started? The st- Tessa stuff happened. There's that gif of uh, Deanna Parazzo, like slapping the crap out of her in the ring, and then it looked like they were kind of really going at it. Oh, really? But then kind of not. Yeah, but the the initial slap. This looked kind of messy, and I think that's maybe a little well, bit of what it should have been. Last week looked messy too. Their brawl. It looked, looked messy, looked messy. but this looked. I don't know. I don't know. It was. I, I really. I, I really think that they probably just got into into the into the story yeah, of yeah. it. <laughs> um, but it was really effective. It was. It, it re- was. worked really well. It was. Uh, so. Uh, both competitors get in the ring. Uh, immediately, Charlotte drops Sarah with a boot. Tries for a figure eight. Uh, Sarah gets the ropes, escapes. Charlotte meets her ringside. They brawl for a bit. Uh, both of them are so like wrapped up in brawling that they barely beat the 10 count. Um, Charlotte, the finish, saw Charlotte uh, drive uh, Sarah Logan's face and turn the ter- into a, the top turnbuckle and then locks in the figure eight. Sarah taps pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Like as she, Sir Charlotte's like doing the, the bridge back. Yeah. Uh, Sarah Logan taps, and then uh, and then Shaw just throws her out of the ring after the match. I do appreciate that they're giving Sarah Logan more of a thing, and she's on TV. She's been elevated above uh, main event of main event. Yeah, I think it's good. It's good stuff. Her it's and uh, Dana Brooke are on TV. Yeah, I like it. Uh, next, Samoa Joe and Kevin Owens backstage. Joe is trying to calm Kevin Owens down because apparently Kevin is worried about the rules of a fist fight match. Apparently he's very well. Yeah, like you know, he's sort of reflective of the internet. The internet was like. What is a fist yeah. fight anyways? What and is Joe this? said something along the lines of, "You both you and I know that when anybody gets in the fight with us, they're laying in a pool of their own sick. <laughs> <laughs> their own sick. That's great. So then Big Show comes in, and yes. he's like, hey, man, I hear you really. Well. Kevin, don't worry about the rules. Yeah. He says, look at my fist. He put it right next to Kevin's head, and he's like, whoa. He's like, it's a 7X fist. fist. <laughs> he wants to reintroduce his fist to Seth. And nobody looks happier in that moment than Kevin Owens. I know. He looks like a very happy person in that moment. Uh, after that, I actually really like this stuff, too. I thought this was really good. So uh, we get our uh, Brock Lesnar, Paul Heyman promo. Yeah. They come down. Paul talks some crap about the crowd. The crowd, I thought the Kentucky crowd was, was really, good. really, really good. They were really good. I thought they were really good because um, they were really giving Paul the business. So they were chanting, you suck. Uh, so uh, him and Brock decide just to leave halfway up the ramp. He's like, stop saying that Brock sucks. He doesn't suck. They go back to the ring. Paul says he's got a spoiler streak going. Brock is going to win the rumble. Uh, and he says, spoiler alert, only truth flows from my mouth. And of course he's interrupted by the 24, seven, seven, 11, 48, 
European TV European champion. European TV champion. Well, it's interesting. I ninety five. I don't know if Kentucky. If uh, Heyman has framed his spoilers in the sense before of it being a streak. And of course, yeah, streaks are made either. to be broken. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I don't know if it's a situation where he's like, not only is Brock going to win the Rumble, he's going to come in at one and beat everybody because mm-hmm. no one is worthy. Or if they're going to do the double swerve where it's like, oh, yeah, there's a streak I got going now. By me talking about it, you're going to expect it to be broken, Howard, because you have the expectation it's not going to be broken. Yeah. yeah. If that makes sense. That's the first thing that popped in my head. is like, oh, he's mentioning a spoiler streak. Mm-hmm. Well, streak's coming to, come to an end. Hasn't one of his spoilers not come to pass? I don't think so. I think anytime he's mentioned spoilers happened. It was the Seth Mania one. I think he said that was a spoiler. Did he say that was a spoiler? Maybe yeah, he did. I think he did. Well, Somebody mentioned that before. Oh, no, gotcha. Yeah, it's, it's had one. Uh, so our truth comes out and says, Paul, I'm glad I call- you called me out because uh, I'm about to... What am I right here? And Paul called him out because he's about to... I don't know what that means. Anyway, he says, uh, truth says... Uh, Brock is a favorite to win the Rumble, but if John Cena taught him anything, his childhood hero, John Cena, taught him anything, uh, is to never give up. Uh, well, he, no, here's the thing. He doesn't say Brock is the favorite to win the Rumble. He says he says he's the favorite to win oh, the Rumble. Oh, yes, sorry. Yes. Uh, he says, well, if my childhood hero, John Cena, taught me anything, it's never give up. So I'm officially declaring for the Rumble. And he says, and then he looks over and says, Paul Heyman, you're going to go over the top rope. I was dead. It I felt, did not see that coming. It felt like Brock Lesnar didn't expect that either. I know. Brock looked thoroughly tickled through this yeah. entire thing. Yeah, he did. He kept on going back to Paul and like laughing at yeah. him or laughing at the whole thing. Yeah. It was, I, I was dying laughing during this. And uh, Paul, of course, says, I'm not in the rumble. Mm-hmm. He calls him, at one point he calls him bong hit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he's like, I'm not, he said, it doesn't make any sense. You're not funny. None of these people like you. And he said, he said, Brock is the one in the Rumble. And he's like, oh, Brock's in the Rumble? Well, then I am officially undeclaring for the Royal Rumble. And then he started, he says, I got one question to you, Brock. What's up? Yeah. And he starts doing a little dance thing. Brock grabs him, uh, or he clotheslines him, F5, looks at the 24-7-7-11 title. He holds it up like he's considering maybe doing something about yeah. it. Yeah. Like, this isn't worth my time. Yeah. Drops it on truth, picks up the WWE title, grabs a mic and says, well, that's what's up. Yeah. I thought that was cute as hell. It was pretty good. <laughs> we go to commercial, come back. Uh, Truth is being helped up the ramp to the back. Mojo drops him with a huge boot. Yeah. Huge boot. And uh, pins him. He's new 24-7, 48 I-95, Lexington, Kentucky, European television champion. Mm-hmm. Hope I got all that. I think you got all of it. Uh, after that, we had a Lashley and Lana interview. Charlie asked him about the wedding. Lana starts getting upset. Uh, Lashley's like Charlie did you enjoy the wedding he he apparently went to the truck and had some people show some stills it's like you know all this stuff everything the few things that you could say went right with it and then he started to talk about everything that went wrong Mm -hmm. blamed it all on Rusev Mm -hmm. yeah and then Lana says they're gonna Rusev crush crush Rusev Rusev the Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie and we're so much more than just a list We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. 
so then we had Lashley versus the return of the Bulgarian brute, Rusev. Uh, and it was actually a pretty fun match uh, until uh, Liv Morgan came down and had an extensive uh, back and forth with Lana. Yeah. And it, I don't know if there was no action happening in the ring, if the guys stopped and were just paying attention and then Lashley hit the spear out yeah, of nowhere. Yeah, that's what happened. Because they showed that's a replay afterwards where Rusev was like distracted. Okay, all right. Because as soon as their little back and forth wrapped up, it just cuts back to the ring, whereas Rusev had the upper hand prior to all this. Yeah. Lashley got the spear on him and the win. And uh, I was like, man, there was no setup for that. Yeah, because right, right before that, Lashley goes for a dominator. Rusev escapes. Uh, Bobby charges towards him. Rusev moves. Uh, Lashley runs in the ring post. And then uh, Rusev uh, misses a Machka kick. Lashley hits him a German suplex, but Rusev no-sells that completely. Then he hits a Machka kick. Yeah, that no-sell was great. It was that great. Was really cool. Sets up for an accolade, and Lana gets up on the apron. Uh, and so she's distracting Rusev and the ref. Oh, Lashley chop blocks Rusev, and they close line each other, and they're both down. Yeah, and that's when Liv comes out. So it was kind of a bit of a stalemate when yeah. Liv marched down to the ring. I did kind of like this. Uh, Lashley and Lana had an interview right afterwards, and uh, Lana was like, "Liv is a huge problem for us." And then she issued a mixed match challenge. Uh, Bob Lashley was not too happy. No, about he that. was not happy. He was like, "Dude, I just took care of him," so immediately. Marital woes yes. are coming into effect. It was actually they've got a they've got a decent chemistry. They do. Two. After all this, they've got a decent chemistry. So uh, so yeah, that happened. I like that they're they're getting they're putting it in the ring. Um, Lana's not going overboard with stuff. Uh, I like all the players involved. And uh, and then uh, a little bit later, we'll just skip this real quick and go back to yeah, it. Yeah. A little bit later, uh, Rusev and Liv Morgan uh, had their response, uh, and they accepted obviously. And Liv was a pretty, it was a pretty decent little promo yeah. for her. Yeah. She said, you know, I'm the living embodiment of your karma. Yeah. And karma is not just a something, but it's also obviously a bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought it was really, really well delivered. Yeah. I, I kind of like it. It was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Viking Raiders versus Singh Brothers. Uh, Viking Raiders come out, advance this match, open challenge. Their promo is kind of crap. Yeah. 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 The Singh Brothers come in the ring, hands in a row, I mean, ringside. They lawn dart the Singh brothers into each other, and then they win the Viking experience. It wasn't really any much a match. Yeah. I think with the Viking Raiders, that they just need to fast forward to where they're just a couple of badass dudes. I'm telling you, man, there is an empty spot for, like, the APA, like another APA. Just, like, big dudes who just like That's to— kind of AOP, though, dude. Nah, they'd be a- APA, they were, like, fun guys. They didn't start out that way, though. No, I know, I know. First. I'm saying AOP could be in the acolyte phase of that. Uh, yeah, that's possible. Fun guys. But if they're going to be all like religious stuff with Seth, <laughs> well, passing out literature. But you know what happens raw sometimes? If you grow up in a situation that's super religious and you finally get out of that, what do you do? Mm-hmm. You swing to the other extreme. You go to the other way. Yeah. Gambling, drinking, <laughs> that kind of stuff. Vices. Yes, vices. <laughs> so just give it time. If I was a cop, I'd want to work vice squad. Seems like you get to bust all the people who are just trying to have fun. Right? Isn't Vice just like uh, like prostitution and stuff? Uh, Drugs and prostitution? It may cast a bit of a wider net than that. <laughs> really? Like what else? It might. Like street racing? Even that sounds really cool. It's like all the fun stuff. Yeah, I don't know. You know? I don't know. It's like, hey, stop having fun. Get to know all the, all the interesting laws, people, man. Breaking laws. 
Uh, next, uh, the Becky Oscar contract signing for their match at the Rumble. I like this a lot. So uh, Becky comes out first. King asks, asks her, "Hey, is there anything you want to say before Oscar gets here?" And it's like she tries to talk. She can't. She's still kind of second guessing herself. She's whether a mess, man. She should be doing this. She's like my husband's turned into, or my boyfriend's turned into a cult leader. Fiance, yeah. Fiance's turned into a cult leader. I've really wanted this match, and now in hindsight, I've never beat Oscar. Maybe I should be asking for it. Maybe I should just be happy with the, 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 the everything that my success has given me rather than challenging myself. Well, let's keep it real. She's the cover star for one of the worst wrestling video games ever. So yeah. maybe she's still out of sorts about that. So Asuka comes out. She just starts screaming at her in Japanese it's on the great. on the stage. It's, it's awesome. Brilliant. They come down the ring. Uh, Kyrie's there. She's got her parasol and she's like poking Literally it. poking Becky with poking it. Poking Becky with it. <clears throat> Becky takes it from her, tosses it out of the ring. Kyrie goes out of the ring. Asuka just signs the contract and just sits there like she is the boss. The absolute king, man. It's she great. She is so good. It's everything. Oh, it's so man. good. So Becky grabs a pen, takes a beat, seems hesitant at first, signs a contract, uh, and says, Oscar, uh, you know what? The best one to win. <laughs> <laughs> missed. God, missed right in the face. So Oscar, oh, of course, man. she's loving it. Becky rolls out of the ring screaming. Yeah. Uh, trainers are down there trying to get water in her eyes, flush it out, and she just like pushes them off, says, give me the mic, give me the mic. And she had a really good promo. Yeah. Um, and uh, Becky's like, I'm maybe all this success I've had is maybe too content. Um, and I haven't been able to find the the anger in me to muster up the hunger that Oscar has. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and in the conclusion, she says, uh, you know, Oscar, this match at the Rumble is happening, and if I'm if I can't beat you like I haven't been able, been able to before, and I'm going down, I'm going to take you down with I'm going down swinging. Yeah, and you're coming with me. I thought it, the entire segment was killer. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really good. That was really good. Mm-hmm. Oscar's just so great, man. Uh, after that, we had uh, an Ray and Andrade recap. Uh, we're getting a U.S. title ladder match next week. That's going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we had Andrade and a Zelina Vega interview. Um, I'll have to go back and watch this because I uh, I left the room for a second. Oh, okay. Dad so, was over at the house watching the football game. So didn't turn out to be much of a game in the end, huh? Uh, no, not in the no, not by the, the end of the third well, quarter. Yeah. So uh, Zelina, she goes, she calls Ray a disgrace. Said he's a horrible uh, uh, role model. For his son, Dominic, because he came in, attacked mm. Andrade, stole the U.S. title. They had to call the authorities to get the belt back for uh-huh. Andrade because he had it back. And then Andrade said uh, he was disgusted to call Ray a Latino. Ouch. I did see this bit here. Ray Mysterio shows up, and he says, I am not a criminal. Um, he's like, yeah, I love the idea of the ladder match, and I'm willing to sacrifice years off his career that this match could take. Even like though two weeks ago, two weeks ago, Ray's like, I have days, not years left in career. So I guess he's pretty much going to retire after this match. Is what he's saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had a recap of Alistair black versus buddy Murphy and their matches. And then we had that match. Um, and man, it was, uh, it was great again. It was, it was great again. There was, uh, I guess, uh, a ref botch at the end. I don't know. Because if it was, commentary did a great job because they cut to the angle of... Because there was like kind of like a phantom kick out, it looked like. Of the, not his shoulders, but his leg. Mm-hmm, yeah. And right before the ref's like, no, he did kind of do like a weak little kick with his legs. He did, yeah. And maybe it was just enough. The ref thinks, oh, he got his shoulder up just a little bit. Well, see... Either way, I thought it. I thought it played really well into the story, it does, even totally. if it was a botch. But yeah, the refs, some, from what we understand, and this is why uh, the the end of Mania was kind of a mess because the refs are told to call this to to call the matches as a shoot. So like 
if somebody has a shoulder up, they're not supposed to count it, even if, if it's supposed to be the planned finish of the yes, match. Yes, that's what they did here. They went back and they they redid the black mass. But when the ref goes down, he counts two, and yeah, Buddy starts moving his leg, and so the ref was probably looking for it. Well, he, he, did he stop the count? He slid his hand under and the he shoulder. He slid his hand under the shoulder. That so, seems awfully specific for a botch. The thing that I liked about it, that I thought they were going to go in the story mode was, yeah, he couldn't get the job done, but he did. He got like the smallest sliver of hope mm-hmm. because he was able to just barely kick or he's mm-hmm. able to barely get his shoulder up mm-hmm. for a black mass, which nobody's done. Mm-hmm. And then it took him a second one. And I thought he was going to find solace or at least, okay, I'm starting to figure this out. Mm-hmm. From that. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was a cool story beat. If it was simply a botch, what are you going to do, you know? Yeah. The fact that he... Ha- Sometimes happy accidents happen in he, movies, too. Yeah, I know. He slid his hand under the shoulder, makes me mm-hmm. feel like that was the intent. Yeah. And maybe the botch wasn't so much the ref not counting the pinfall. Maybe Buddy was supposed to get that shoulder up a little bit more so that it translated more on TV. Either way, I mean, if the ref was able to do that, he's indicating to the two performers in the ring, hey... I'm supposed to call this a shoot, and there was some room here. You need to. I, I don't want to be, you know, sitting here with the camera on me, and I'm calling this where your shoulders up. So, uh, no, I thought it was, a, it was just a really terrific match. Um, and then Buddy goes to the ringside and just sort of, uh, sort of sits sulks. there, and he sulks. He sulks, and he's uh, looking pouts uh, inside. Sulks. Yeah, but he's not like he's not like being all violent about it. He's just really sad. Yeah, he's just sitting in the rings, ringside sulking, mm-hmm. contemplating. Uh, after that, we had uh, Eric Rowan uh, versus poor bastard jobber. Man. Um, what was the first? The fr- he he did the, uh, was it, it wasn't a power, was it like, he, he murdered this guy like on the outside first, didn't he? Uh, Not really, no. He throws him out of the, yeah, that's what it was. He tossed him out of the ring. He tossed him out of the ring and the guy, he didn't, that's what it was. He tossed him out of the ring. The guy didn't grab the rope like most of the time they do. Like something, you know, they'll they'll brace themselves with the rope. He it was like the Trent Tope, Tope, Tope out yeah, of the yeah, ring. Yeah, yeah. He just went out of the ring and landed flat on his back. Yeah, all oh, that looked bad. And he tried to pull the jobber over to the, the critter cage. Mm-hmm. Uh, jobber wanted nothing to do with it. So Eric goes over there, you know, puts his hand there like to pull the the whatever's in there out. And whatever's in there bit him because <laughs> he takes his hand out and opens it up and it's all bloody. Yeah, and he starts saying bad. You're bad. Yeah. Gets back in the ring, destroys the jobber while saying uh, he's bad. It gives him an iron claw with his bloody hand for the wind. And yeah. uh, before the match really kicked in, Charlie goes down to try to interview Buddy Murphy. And she's asked him a couple of questions. He just like, Please, Charlie, not now. Yeah. Piss off, Goost. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, and then we see Eth, uh, Seth and AOP walking backstage. Seth is doing evil mastermind mm-hmm. hand poses mm-hmm. like this. Yeah. Yeah. And then the main event, which was a lot of fun. So uh, Big Show's out first. He's immediately jumped jumped by Seth and AOP. uh, And then Owens and Joe run down with kendo sticks. Uh, AOP and Owens and Joe, they they take the fight up to the ramp in the stage area. Um, So AOP is double-teaming Joe. And that's when Kevin Owens runs up the half pipe and does like a senton off it. Oh, man. It was amazing. That was great. It was was amazing. And then Joe puts Akam on a table. And goes up on the stage, hits a senton off that. It was great. Yeah. But yeah, they effectively took themselves out of the match. <laughs> so you got Seth in there with Big Show, and Seth is sitting ringside. And he goes to Buddy, and it's like, "Help me, yeah, help me, yeah." And, but it's it feels like true desperation because Big Show is laying people out. Yeah. So he goes over there. He's like, "Help me." Yeah. Oh, it was and it was so well done. It was great. So Show is setting up for a knockout punch. Buddy comes in, 
low blows him, and then uh, uh, Buddy and Seth toss him through a table. Mm-hmm. Um, AOP, they're beating up Joe on the announce table. Uh, he's laid out on it. They pick up Owens. So he pretty much hit a double-team spine buster uh, of Owens onto Joe, sending them both through the announce table. Back in the ring, Seth's going for a stomp. Show gets out of the way. Uh, Show tosses Buddy out of the ring. AOP are back in. Uh, they hit a double powerbomb on Big Show. Seth follows with a stomp. Ref rings for the bell. Seth and AOP win. And then after the match, it's when Seth, like, he hugs AOP. He turns to Buddy. Just extends his arms. Yeah. That's all it takes. Yeah. And Buddy gives him a little smirk yeah. and hugs him back. Oh, man. It was really good. It was really well done. So, yeah. Fun episode of Raw. Before we get into our questions, I want to bring this up real quick just to illustrate how great the Friendo community is. Uh, so over on the the Facebook Friendoverse uh, group, the mm-hmm, page, mm-hmm. it's a private group. You can apply to be in it. I think they have like there's like a membership application or something. Just like some questions you have to answer. <laughs> <laughs> this is a Mikey Omega thing. It's great. So anyways, um, every year they do a Secret Santa yes. over there. Uh, and this year, um, unfortunately, one of the Friendos did not leave up, live up to the credo, just be cool, because apparently they stiffed uh, one of the friendos, a Secret Santa gift. It was uh, the person who got stiffed was Lindsay Desotel. And uh, and the the entire Friendoverse community got together, and uh, number one, Kim over there from the Friendoverse, the, one of the mods there, mm-hmm. uh, sort of brought it up to me, and I was like, look, I will go ahead and send out, you know, I'm gonna make a little care package mm-hmm. for Lindsay, mm-hmm. but then the rest of the Friendoverse over there I don't know. I don't know how much Lindsay knows about this, but they're getting something really special together. That's pretty And cool. they're all putting in on this. So just remember, friendos take care of friendos. Yep. And shout out to Lindsay. Uh, you're going to be taken care of. Yep. Uh, so that was awesome. Really cool stuff going on in the friendo community. Friendo club's the best, man. It is best. It's the absolute Too best. Too good, me brother. Too good, me brother. Anyways, let's get these questions. Yeah. Uh, Tom talks rubbish. Seth versus Buddy in the future. Yes, please. Yeah, it'd be great. It'd be great. Uh, Poke, when Larson Golden shovels you immediately. It's <laughs> not a bad name. It's just nah, it's too long. It's, it's just too long. long. It's just too long for a shirt. You got to yeah. think of it in terms of what it's going to look like on a shirt. Yeah. It's just too much. Yeah. If you, dude, if he Golden shovels you immediately, it means he likes you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he feels comfortable enough with yes, you to exactly. do that. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'll save you there. Uh, let's see here. James Rodriguez. Will Drew hold a world title at any point in 2020? Yeah. Yes, really? Yeah, man. The way they're building them, I think so. I think that's the intent. That's mm-hmm. the goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mario Cisneros said, it's a perfect way to elevate Buddy. Could you see a potential face turn on Seth in the future? Yeah. Uh, Mario again, or AOP is tag champs. Buddy is US champ. Seth is WB champ. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Could happen. That's and how then, it should happen. And then eventually. That's how it should be. Uh, Buddy. Uh, uh, or Seth turns on Buddy because mm-hmm. maybe Buddy's like, I got what I wanted out of this. A win over Alistair. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. Mario continues, or have both my super chats happen. Buddy face turn as Seth goes for the title. Oh, the possibilities. Yeah, there's tons of possibilities. Lots of possibilities there. Quote the Raven, uh, has Liv's reboot failed. This new character hasn't lived up to the hype. With Sarah losing to Charlotte and Liv getting blah, at Riot Squad reunion. No. <laughs> No, no the Riot, Riot Squad did nothing. Never did anything. They were doing nothing, and at least Sarah Logan. Look, I mean, it's, look, this is like what the second week Liv Morgan's been around. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one in terms of hype, I wasn't all that hyped up based on her being in the bathroom taking baths and, and looking in the mirror. Mm. I didn't know what to expect. I just didn't know. I didn't have any expectations. Yes, because I didn't know what to expect. Agreed. 
So she's in a high-profile story. She's going to have a match next week. I don't. I think it's too early to say whether her reboot has failed or succeeded or anything. It's too soon. It's much too soon. Uh, Nikhail, uh, we are now 10 episodes into Rowan and his mystery pet. Wow. It's been that long, huh? Yeah. Yeah, it's not wow. surprising. Time goes by fast. Uh, Jake Mountford, who will join Lesnar as the second entry in the Rumble? Wait, what? Who's going to be? Oh, the second person in the ring with him? the second person, yeah. Mojo. Oh, wow. And then Brock will look at the title again and be like, eh, maybe next time. Yeah. Well, I got plenty of time. It's probably what he's thinking. Uh, Adrian C. Who knew Chill Drew is the Drew we needed all along? Oh, man, he's great. Yeah, he's great. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Talking to the fans and whatnot. Uh, let's see here. Dog authority figure. What will be the first main roster title? To change hands in 2020. Who wins it? And which of the current WWE main roster champions will hold their title the longest? Uh, so I think we can assume that The Fiend is going to lose his title. Maybe at Mania to Roman. I would expect Brock would probably lose his title at Mania too. I'm kind of doubtful on that one. Well, I guess it depends. If it's Kane, no. But if it's somebody else, maybe. I thought we didn't we just hear something about Brock and Mania. Well, we heard something about Tyson Fury. Not that. I don't know. Maybe I dreamt it. I've been having a lot of like very lucid dreams lately. Seems like it. I, t- I told you this. I haven't told them. I had a dream that Adam Cole was in Star Wars, and it was underwhelming. That's the that's the and it was part. oddly underwhelming because like it was just Adam Cole, and like if you're just a regular dude in Star Wars and you're not savvy to the universe, you don't have like a blaster or a freaking lightsaber, you, you can't really do a lot. Mm-mm. You know. If you're not a Jedi or don't have a weapon. So he was kind of underpowered. He was kind of underpowered. <laughs> um, uh, oh, this is good. We'll pack for life. We need to answer this question, though. Well, First. You, well, you keep going, and I'll do this one. Could right. we see Dominic Ray's son, not Walter or Dominic Dijakovic, in the Rumble in a that hopeless attempt funny. at revenge against Brock? That'd be pretty funny. 
what if all three of those guys were in the same the ring at the same time? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> uh, anyways, what are we going back to? What oh, is the for main roster title that will change hands in 2020. I mean, like, oh, Ray's like going to get it next week against Andrade. Oh, that's entirely possible. <laughs> that's possible. And then also, I feel like, like, uh, like the SmackDown tag team titles can like change hands unexpectedly. Because New Day have them now. Yeah. Why would you expect that to happen? What's going on at SmackDown right now? I feel they're like uh, they're in a program with Miz and Morrison right now. Oh yeah, that could happen. That could totally happen. Mm-hmm. I'd be into that. Uh, Logan fin- Finsterbush just Finsterbush. listened to Kane's Broken Skull Sessions episode. It made me think: When will him and Undertaker be inducted into the Hall of Fame, and who should induct each of them? They should induct each other. They gotta retire first. And Kane, I, do, I, as <laughs> I think, I had a prediction last year that Kane was gonna be retired or something like that. He's not. Oh, I think we did like a list people yeah. that we don't expect to. He still seems like he's cool to wrestle. He enjoys it. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Andrew Jocelyn. So Alistair Black and Buddy Murphy had a fantastic match yet again. Now that Alistair finally discovered the whiteboard, does he not realize there are other performers on the roster? That's a good point. He found the whiteboard. It's just he thinks that, like, oh, I've got to wrestle the same person every week. No, you can put somebody else's name on there. Yeah, I know. How? I don't have the marker. I'll have to start bringing my own. He actually, no, he did. He brought his own, but it wasn't the dry, dry erase. erase. It was permanent. permanent. It was a Sharpie. <laughs> and so it's just the same every week. Buddy again. <laughs> James Rodriguez will be the second time that Buddy gets the main event push simply by being in the right place at the right time. Will it last longer than it did while he was on SmackDown? Uh, no, I feel like the first time was just kind of serendipitous. This may not have been the long-term plans, but they found a way to work it into the current plans, and it worked out for his benefit. And, yes, I think it will last longer in SmackDown because I think he and Seth are going to be in cahoots for a while. I don't think I – I mean, so in kayfabe this time, he was in the right place at the right mm-hmm. time, but mm-hmm. that wasn't an accident. Like, he knocked on Aleister Black's door as part of the story. Mm-hmm. The first time, apparently, it was just some, simply on accident. Yeah, it was simply on accident. <laughs> Which is still hilarious. Um, let's see here. Uh, glorious broken sound wave. Hey, Stephen Larson. If Drew McIntyre does not win the Royal Rumble, would you like to see him in the UK and take out Walter for the UK title then come back to the main roster and defeat whoever the champion no, is? Then? I don't want Drew in the UK. But I feel like him versus Walter would be awesome. Yeah, that'd be a great match. But here's the thing. Who wins that match? I mean, if Drew's going there and it's going to be a long-term thing, then Drew would have to win. Yeah, I'm not into it. Not into it. When Walter win every every time? Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> I want him to chop Drew in the back, then powerbomb him a couple times. And remember that time? Choke him out. He just he came off the ropes and just sat on Joe's chest. That was amazing. Yeah, Walter's pretty awesome. <laughs> Walter's great. Oh, man. Uh, let's see here. Another glorious broken sound wave question. With DX and now NWO going to the Hall of Fame, what are the other factions WWE should honor? Uh, that's what they should do. They should put the Nation of Domination in, and that's how they get Owen in. <laughs> you know. Uh, right to censor. That's, your, that's always your question when it comes to factions. The triple threat. Bring Shane Douglas oh, back. Interesting. Bam Bam Bigelow and... Well, Bam Bam Bigelow passed away. Well, so, yeah, they can honor a dead person. Oh, but you said bring him back. So I was... 
bring his name and legacy back. There you go. <laughs> Bam Bam's not in. Did I did I realize in that moment that he was dead? Maybe I didn't realize in that moment he was dead. Uh, well, there's a the there's there's two iterations of the triple threat, weren't there? And there's a bunch of people. Like, oh, Candido. Yeah, Candido was in the original too. version. Yeah, yeah. That wasn't Lance Storm. No, that was the yeah, impact yeah, yeah, players. Yeah, the was, impact players. Lance Storm. I always get that confused. Couldn't do that name now unless you're an impact. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Tom talks rubbish. Has NXT replaced what legends were in the Royal Rumble? <clears throat> no, I think the NXT now that it's it's kind there's of no more legends. Yeah. There's no more. Le- there's nobody left that they can come back. Like, what legend can come back that isn't signed right now? Sid. I mean, they could get kind of like it, Spike Dudley could come back. Yeah, you I know, guess so. or uh, the, Sid. Sid. Yeah, Sid could come back, maybe. Uh, <laughs> you really want that to happen. I'd mark out if Sid came Hell back. Hell yeah, man. Uh, who's the dude who's hanging out with Rikishi and Brian Christopher? Scotty Too Hotty. Oh, yeah. He's still in good shape. Was it a he, was, years uh, ago? he trained at the PC for a while. Oh, yeah. He's on the trainers there. There you go. He's a go. firefighter now, too. He's a firefighter. I knew that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dom L says Riot Squad for Hall of Fame. No, man. I'm, I'm sorry. They never... They didn't do anything. They're just glorified jobbers. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, anyways, uh, we're going to have lunch and then come back with an overrun. That's right. So I uh, want to say thanks to all the friendos out there. And uh, yeah, till next time, we will talk to you later. Yep. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today.